Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 146. Hope you're doing great wherever you are. Hey, I want to encourage you with something. I uh, I recently started doing this. Now, I, I talked about this a little while ago, but I started doing it. It's been really difficult, but it's actually been really life-giving. So I want to encourage you. Uh, I recently just started uh, memorizing books of the Psalms. So I, I've, I've memorized, uh, I'm in the process of memorizing my third Psalm. Uh, this has been unbelievably difficult. I, I have realized how old I actually am uh, in the process of trying to memorize. I mean, it's like over and over and repeat and repeat. But I realize as I'm sitting out there on my front porch, I get asked all the time, like, hey, I want to have a devotion time. Like, where should I read and what what should I do? And I'm like, man, I, I I think reading in the Gospels is always good, learning about Jesus, reading in the book of John. You know, I usually have people start in the book of John. That's a really great book. Uh, But I would say this has been a really great thing for me to slow down. It's almost like you're kind of chewing on Scripture. Like, you know, you have like the whole idea of like a a cow, you know, chewing on a cud kind of thing. You know, it's like... That's what it's like. It's like taking a psalm and not just reading through it, but just like over and over and over and allowing it to kind of seep in. So I'm finding as I'm going through this process, which is interesting, is I'm just learning different dimensions as I'm like repeating it in my mind. And I find myself kind of going to these different places as I'm digging in. So find a small psalm. Just find a, you know, there's a bunch of psalms that are only a few verses long. Um, I I memorized Psalm 8. Uh, I think it's only like maybe 10, 11 verses. You know, maybe that's a good one to start with and just memorize it. And uh, for me, it's just been something that's helped me kind of slow down. Instead of just ripping through scripture and reading a lot, you know, and going, look, I read six chapters today. That's fine. It's not a bad thing. But maybe for some of you, you're like, I just want to slow down a little bit. I want to kind of consume the scripture and allow it to kind of consume and comfort and challenge me. That might be something you want to do. Uh, That uh, has been really hard, but really, really good for me recently. But it's also allowed that routine in the morning as I'm sitting on my front porch just to slow down. I usually have my first cup of coffee. I just listen for quite a while. And then I just kind of go in and, and, and go out over those Psalms over and over and over. So that's been really helpful. Hey, uh, for those of you who continue to listen, thank you so much. And uh, some of you are sharing these podcasts. Uh, more and more people, this is what's been fun. Well, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram and just say, hey, I, I found your podcast. A friend suggested it. I thought that was so awesome. I, I really appreciate it. Some of you are really doing that. And I think it's been a cool tool for people trying to figure out listen, I'm just kind of new getting back in, or maybe I've been a Christian for a long time, and I just, I want to get this, I want to kickstart my day uh, with a word or something that can help me focus, and so I've gotten really, a lot of really great feedback in that way, so for those of you who continue to listen, share, subscribe, thank you so much, I really appreciate it, and then for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional, Thank you very much. And then I have been receiving some checks and people sending things through Venmo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It means the world to me. The support it, uh, means uh, a whole lot to me. And I really, really, really do appreciate it. So uh, jumping into our passage today, to be honest, I've been really, really excited about this particular passage. It's kind of wrecked me this week. 
Proverbs 27, verse 1 says this, Do not, it's always a good way to start, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Um, I started surfing, as many as, you, as many of you know, I started surfing about three and a half years ago. It's been one of those like soul-rescuing things for me. I feel like I meet God in the ocean. It's so wonderful. It, and uh, so surfing has been like this real life-giving thing. I do it almost every weekend with my, uh, with my family, with my kids, and it's, it's so much fun, and I love it so much. But, you know, the longer you start surfing, the more you start going, like, I think I can go after bigger waves. I think I can try it. And so I, uh, I uh, on July 4th this year, uh, we had a huge set that came in, um, and I knew it was going to come in. And so I said, hey, Patty, can we go down? This is during quarantine, and I have a really good friend uh, who actually is a listener here to Front Porch Confessional uh, who has a house uh, on the beach. And he was like, come on down. Like, it's, it's okay. Like, you can surf here. And so I'm like, okay. So I get down there, put on my wetsuit, and I, I'm like, on his back deck looking at the ocean and going this is not good like this is big 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 i mean like 10 foot big and a 10 foot wave feels like it's 40 feet tall but i was like in 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 the current was pulling south and uh it was really kind of uh, overcast and kind of choppy but the waves were massive they were breaking way 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 out so I thought, listen, uh, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I'm going to go out. I'm going to figure it out. Well, Patty is just furious with me. She's so upset. She can barely watch me put my wetsuit on. She's like, you don't have to do this. And I was like, I feel like I need to. And she's like, you have nothing to prove. And I was like, I kind of want to prove this to myself. And and so she, she actually went for a walk and was like, okay, you know what? Go ahead. If you're going to go do it, go do it. But I'm not going to watch you die. I'm not going to watch you drown in front of all of us. And I was like, whoa, I, I can handle myself. So I get out there. I start paddling. I am first off, I'm exhausted. I haven't even gotten out to the break of this wave and I'm already, I'm wiped out. So I'm like, how am I going to do this if I get held down by a wave? And so I paddle out, I see a set come in and I paddle. And uh, this wave, it wasn't one of the biggest ones, but it was probably an eight foot wave. And it dropped me so hard. And that wave pushed me down under the water. And I started spinning around and I popped up and I had this moment where I realized this. I've got nothing to prove. She was right. I hate when Patty's right, but she's, she was right. I have nothing to prove. And in many ways, am I taking for granted this life I've been given? You know, I think in the in, in my youth, I would have been like, I got I've got something to go after. But, you know, like I think the older I'm getting, I'm like, I really do. I don't have anything to prove. And I really too take every day as a gift. Am I squandering this gift? So I paddled in. I mean, I was out of breath. I was hurting. I smashed my knee on a rock that was under the water. I mean, it was a whole scene of me coming up out of the water. And I go up on the porch of my friend and he was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah. I know. I'm so glad I I came out. It was super scary. But I think the more, the older I'm getting, the more I'm learning how special each day is. And this is what I love about this passage. Uh, And many of you know that that I've been working through Proverbs and uh, this verse uh, popped up this week. And uh, 
I, I, uh, I was working through it. And so I, here's the thing. I would encourage you, uh, go and read the whole of, of Proverbs 27. It, it was really challenging. It was really convicting for me. Really, really helpful. Um, and, but I, I, again, like a lot of times I'm going to give you one verse, but you really should read the whole chapter. But this particular chapter uh, was really convicting for me. And uh, what was interesting is this was obviously the very first verse and it caused me to pause and, and to really think about what it was saying. You know, sometimes Proverbs, like if you read through the book of Proverbs, uh, sometimes Proverbs can feel like your parents giving you like sporadic advice. Do you remember when you were like a teenager, right? And your parents would just give you what felt like sporadic advice. You remember how you used to like leave the house and they would like spray you with warnings and advice, you know, don't forget your phone, you know, make sure you do the speed limit. You know, there are a lot of people out there that are drunk at night. So be careful. If your friends do something that you don't want to do, you know, you don't have to do it. You can just come home and on and on. And you're like, well, how am I going to keep track of all this advice that you've given to me? Well, a lot of times Proverbs can feel like that. You know, Proverbs is written by Solomon. Solomon's taking the posture of a father and he's kind of like trying to give all this advice to us. So it's like a father talking to a son. So he's like giving all this advice. And a lot of times as you're reading through Proverbs, it's like pretty overwhelming. Uh, and what I realized, uh, at least in this particular psalm, is that I needed to slow down and really listen to what Solomon was trying to communicate. And to be honest, I almost zoomed right past verse 1 because I was like, oh, this, this feels really familiar. I feel like I've heard this before. You know, in Matthew 6.34, you know, it talks about, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worry on its own, you know? And I, and I was like, wow, that, that feels really familiar to me. Like, and so I almost just blew past it until I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think I got to pause. I think this is trying to say something a little bit different. And it actually says this, do not boast about tomorrow. I thought, well, that's interesting. So I thought, man, you know what? I'm going to slow down. I'm going to really reflect on that. What? is that actually saying? What does it actually mean? And what I, what I think as I started working through it is like every day is a gift from God. Every breath, every heartbeat, every moment. And so often we are not grateful for any of those things. You know, we kind of just hurry through each day expecting that there'll be another. Um, this is where watching the hummingbirds has been really helpful for me. You know, sit on that front porch and I watch these hummingbirds and they just zip around. They buzz from tree to tree to tree and they seem like they're in so, they're like they're in so much hurry. And a lot of times I really, it's funny, I really identify with these birds. I just want to be like, oh, slow down. It's like, oh, it's okay. Like it's okay. And oftentimes that's how we're kind of living our lives, just buzzing around, going from thing to thing to thing to thing to left to right to up to down and all over the place. But here's the real kicker. We are, we are like these kids on Christmas, right? We're like these kids on Christmas morning. All the gifts are before us, but we can't stop talking about the gifts that we're about to get in some future birthday, right? That's offensive and and in some ways kind of prideful and selfish. But this is what we do. This is how we treat the day that God has given to us. The day right now, the moment that he has given us. 
when we wake up and we're like, I'm alive, we take advantage of that because we're always trying to move past today into all the worries of what are all the stresses or all the things that could happen, should happen, whatever should happen. We just whiz by today instead of receiving it as a gift because you and I have been given a great gift in waking up this morning. God, listen to this, God chose you to be awake today when so many others have died or are going to die today. Think about that thought. I know it's a hard thing to think about. I know we don't like to think about this kind of stuff in the West, but people are dying and people are going to die today, but you haven't. You are alive. We need to really, really kind of slow down and and really be grateful for that. But what we tend to do is we obsess with what's coming next instead of just finding joy in being alive today. Listen, I cannot express how unbelievably important I believe this is for your spiritual lives, for our spiritual lives. I hear so many people making predictions about what the future holds for us. And I, and I think it's absolutely crushing people. I wonder if you're one of them. If the ideas and the worries and the pains of the future, of what it holds, is just crushing you. I think it's leading people to depression. I think it's leading people to fear. Why not just enjoy today? And be grateful and trust. And that's the key, to trust that God knows what he's doing. We need to trust him for what he will do with not just today, but also tomorrow. So he's given me a today. And what I need to say to him today is thank you for today. I'm going to embrace today. I choose not to live in tomorrow yet because I, I, I haven't yet fully embraced the gift of what today is. And today is a good day. So receive the gift that he gives you today. Receive the gift of life today. And listen, I know some of you are hurting. You're in a lot of pain, but you're alive. And a lot of you are grieving. And tomorrow, as, as Matthew says, has a lot in store but today is a gift. And so receive today. Because if God has given you life today, then live life today. So the question is this, why are so many of us obsessed about tomorrow when God has only given us today? Father God, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for this moment where we find ourselves alive in this world, alive in this moment. And we say thank you. Thank you for life. Thank you for breath. Thank you for a new opportunity every day to glorify you in all we do. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you. Amen.